All right, let's see. Welcome, everybody, to Shits and Giggles with Joey Keenan. This is Shits and Giggles, and I am Joey Keenan. How is everybody doing today, dude? How's everyone doing today? Um, more than likely, most likely, we have some new listeners. Um, a lot of new listeners. Apparently, the population has been added to in the past couple of weeks. The government. The government announced that uh, there's aliens. Aliens exist. More than likely, there are aliens. I don't really know exactly what they said. Um, all jokes aside, they made some announcement being dramatic as hell, dude. The government. Is there anyone more dramatic than the government, dude? The government. They were like, oh. <laughs> we, we, we found non-human biotics and and uh, UAPs, which I guess, I don't know, I, I must have skipped an episode or something, but UAPs, I guess, is now the politically correct term for UFOs. Because, you know, nothing could say the same nowadays, right? we got to change everything up. Even change the name of UFOs to UAPs. Sounds like something out of Call of Duty, but, you know, I ain't going to, I'm not going to sit around here and ask questions because that's not my job. My job is just to report the news. And, yeah, man. Aliens, they exist. And you know what's funny about this? You know what's really funny about this? Uh, no one cares. No one gave a fuck, dude. Like, I, I saw, I remember seeing the TikTok. It was like Congress, you know, people in suits, white people, old black people. And they were just talking, dude. They were like, so you're telling me that there's non you found you have non-human biotics and the guy was just, be, just he knew what he was doing answering the questions he was like i can't speak to that just like leading us on blue balling us but really non-human biotics could just be like a raccoon like a dead raccoon or a squirrel or something it, it, it doesn't mean that it's actually aliens right but they knew what they were doing they were framing it they were framing they were leading us on and to be honest we didn't even take the bait the American people, we are, uh, we've been going to therapy, right? And we aren't so privy and susceptible to people gaslighting us, manipulating us. Like, well, like we know what's up, man. We see the tactics, right? We know therapy speak now. Like, like we know what's good. You can't sit around here and just lead us on because we're not going to fall for it anymore. We're smarter. Biden's America, man. We're smarter now, you know, back then, back during Trump, Obama, you know, maybe we could have been gaslit a little bit. But with Biden, you can't gaslight us because Daddy Biden, he keeps it straight, man. He he lets us know what it is and how it is and what to be. Right. You know, I'm talking out of my ass right now, and that's completely fair. And if this was 2016, I feel as though a lot of people would be talking about this a lot more but no one's talking about this and it's because we all know it's bullshit right and another thing is is let's just say yeah there are aliens like let's say like it was actually like a legitimate congress hearing like the guy in, in the suit in the in the tie that's all nice and ironed um he came out there with this little haircut and he was like, hey, guys, like, just letting everyone know, don't panic, but there's aliens. What what would happen? 
would it be like a Kai Sinat uh, riot type situation in Union Square, Union Park? Is that is that kind of what we're, like like would we riot, fellas? Would we riot if there was aliens? Is that what we would do? Because I'm trying to think, like I'm trying to actually put myself in the situation of like actually like getting serious news of like, hey guys, like aliens are coming, like like they're coming tomorrow, like they're flying in on a red eye, like they're coming, and like you only have about 12, 16 hours to prepare. Like, what would I do? Would I go out there and riot? Would I, like, would I bunker down? Would I go try to, you know, get supplies? Like, I don't even think, I think I'm better off not even knowing. I think it would be better if Congress didn't even let us know. I think, I think that would be a lot better. I think that would be a lot better if we just, you know, we were all just sitting around you know, paying $12 for a bag of Doritos and we leave with our $12 bag of Doritos and um, we look up in the sky and it's just an alien invasion. And we're like, oh, I guess like that's what's going on today, right? Oh, oh, world domination. Hmm. Well, it is Wednesday, right? World domination. <sighs> right? I mean, I, I don't think people would freak out as much as we might think. I mean, maybe... Maybe people would freak out. I'm not really sure. I mean, I understand the world's crazy. I talk about this a lot, but I mean, if aliens really came, I feel like it might. I feel like I feel like that's so crazy. If the aliens actually came, that people would just give up. I think I think people would give up finally, because at that point we would just kind of give it. We'd be like, "Hey, this is what we have for you. Take it or leave it. We're not gonna put up a fight." Because what are we fighting for at the end of the day? If the aliens came for our families, it, for our TikTok following, for you know what? What are we fighting for? For eighteen hundred dollar a month one bedroom apartments? Is is that what we're fighting for? I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just kind of give it up. The aliens come. It's like, hey, you want to give this shit a try? Because we fucked it all up, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't. I don't know shit about fuck. I don't, man. But fuck it, dude. We're we're reading the news, man. Um, what else do we got? I mentioned the Kaisenat riot, which was fucking crazy, dude. It happened when I was away in Nashville, which I'll talk about in a second. But um, I guess yeah, I guess Kaisenat went to the city. Uh, he's that Twitch streamer. I actually like him. I, I, you know, I'm a huge hater. I hate on everything and everyone. But Kai Sinat, I find him funny. I do. I find him funny. And, I, you know, I, I support black men. I support black women. I support black creators, black business owners. I'm I'm all, I'm an ally. I really am. When you look at me, I, I, I look like an ally, right? Someone who looks like me and talks the way that I do. You could tell that I'm an ally. And, you know, Kai Sinat, he's my favorite streamer. I'm Team Kai. I ain't a big Aiden Ross fan. He's ignorant. He ain't even that funny. But Kai Sinat, man, he cracks me up with his little dances. Dude, he just be dancing, bro. And he's funny. He's a little cute, right? And, yeah, I guess he flew into the city, and he told everyone with, like, 12 hours notice or 16 hours notice, he's like, hey, everyone, I'm going to be in Union Square Park, and, like, me and all my boys, we're going to be handing out PCs, playstations gift cards for you guys to you know start streaming on your own right because 
he's just spreading the wealth, which is which is good. When you reach that level of success, it's good to give back to the communities. And you know, I guess he decided that the community that he wanted to give back to was New York City, and uh, you know, it makes sense because that's where he's from. And I guess he pulled up there, right? Him and all of his boys, right? He was like, everyone, meet us at Union Square Park at four o'clock on Friday, and we'll be there. And they pull up, probably late, and they hop out of the SUVs, and they were instantly swarmed, swarmed by thousands of of kids, um, ranging from, you know, underclassmen in high school, maybe even middle school, all the way up until probably the younger half of college, right? And then other unemployed people. They all went to this park. Just to cause mayhem. And Kai and all of his boys, they were like, whoa, right? (laughs) I don't know know how they reacted. I mean, I'm sure they were probably hyped as fuck. They're like, oh, we made it, boys. We fucking made it. But, you know, I guess the police got involved. Because, you know, the police got to ruin everything. They got to ruin all the fun. I guess you're not allowed to throw traffic cones. People, all the kids, um, they started throwing traffic cones and, empty paint cans and climbing monuments and you know I guess that's not allowed anymore I mean it it was for a giveaway it was for a PlayStation giveaway we're not allowed to get a little bit excited over some gaming consoles anymore dude if FaZe Clan did this in 2016 you would already know the police would not be getting involved but no because it's just a couple young successful black men the fucking they had to bring out all of NYPD to just stop it. Stop all the shenanigans. It's fucked up, man. And yeah, people were hurt. Yeah, you know, that happens. That happens when you get a bunch of excited people together. They, they, get, they maybe get, take it a little bit too far. They maybe get a little bit too rowdy. And that's okay. It's a, let them be rowdy. The aliens are coming. Let them be a little rowdy. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, who cares that, you know, there was some looting and, you know, people's cars were getting stomped on. Like, it's just, it's a fun summer Friday. What else do you expect them to do? I mean, think about it, dude. When you're in high school, you're underage, you don't got no money, you're bored during the summer days. If you hear that a guy that you're looking up to is coming to town, you're going to show up. Dude. Mark Wahlberg was in my hometown. Literally, yes, yeah, it was yesterday. Mark Wahlberg was here. I missed out on a lot when I was in Nashville, and I'm, I'm quite upset. I really am. I'm. Uh, I missed out on a lot. Mark Wahlberg was talking to the private school in my town. You could go see it on his Instagram. He's like, work hard, work hard, everyone. Uh, take care of your brothers. And he was like, all right, that's all my time. And then he left, right? Mark Wahlberg. Because, you know, he doesn't have much to say. He's just jacked. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew a bunch of businesses. So if you want to grow a bunch of businesses, get jacked, right? And, uh, you know, I could respect it. I could respect it. But, yeah, man, uh, I was in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, this past week. Um <laughs> I was in Nashville, Tennessee. I came back home to film this podcast. Literally, my, my flight landed like 
a couple hours ago, and now I'm here, and I came back, and, you know, I, I went to get my Celsius out of the fridge, because I, I left a Celsius in the fridge when I left, because I was planning on filming this podcast, and I opened up the fridge, and the Celsius wasn't there, and turns out, it was probably my brother that fucking drank it, dude. He, he Dude, he just, no respect, just opened up the fridge and just helped himself. Didn't even ask. Didn't even ask anyone. Hey, is this anyone Celsius? I know it's not mine. And he just took it. Took it and drank it. I hope he enjoyed it. I mean, Jesus. I hope he enjoyed it. Taking something that's not his. How cruel is that, dude? But yeah, then I had to go drive to 7-Eleven and get more Celsius. They took away the 3 for 6 deal. It's now 2 for 4.50, which... Made me a little bit upset, but I was like, whatever. And I went up to go check out, and the guy that I talked about in last episode, he was there. Or maybe it was two episodes ago. No, it was last episode. My friend who works at 7-Eleven, the white kid who probably, you know, lights things on fire and kills rabbits. You know, he was working there. And when I was checking out, there was some um, kid about my age who came in, and he was buying a bunch of ice. He was behind me, and he asked... The guy uh, working, he was like, yo, where where can I get beer? And the fucking red, the cash register guy, he was like, oh, I don't even drink. Oh, I don't even drink, but, but I think they sell beer down the street. I don't live around here, though. I don't live around here. I was like thinking, bro, relax. We're not per- your parole officer. Relax. He got all defensive when the guy behind me was asking where to get a couple cold ones got all offensive and then the kid asked me he was like well do you live in this town and I was like yeah I do but you know I don't claim it on King David on BD I don't claim I don't claim this town but (laughs) if you want to get some liquor if you want to get boozed up yeah you go right down the street over to liquors I'll name drop I don't give a fuck dude I'll name drop no I'll probably actually bleep that out but yeah dude I am exhausted I am so tired uh, Nashville, man. Let's, let's dive into it. I know you guys are probably thinking, like, Joey, like, oh my god, you traveled. Like, how was it? Tell me everything about it. Uh, take any pictures. And I did, I, I took one picture. I mean, I didn't take many pictures because I don't, I don't want to get evidence, right? <laughs> I mean, my, my shit's tapped. I mean, I, I don't take pictures. I don't, I don't like to say where I'm at. I like to keep a pretty low profile. I, I have a private life, so I don't take pictures when I'm out and about in the towns, but uh, my shit's tapped, like I said, but I did take one picture my whole entire trip of Nashville, hanging out with my girlfriend, you know, making memories with her, um, reconnecting with her, exploring all the things that Nashville has to offer. The only picture that I took was of a poop that I took, literally the only picture, And and I only realized that when I came home. And my parents asked me to see some pictures. I was like, shit, I don't have any pictures. All I have is literally one picture of poop. And I'll tell you why it's like a picture of this poop. So when I showed up at my girlfriend's place, right, her toilet sucks. It was horrible. But you know how when you flush a toilet, right, the water at the bottom gets sucked down. And then at like the perimeter, the diameter, if that's even the word, shoots down water to kind of push push down everything else and then it comes in. Am I making sense? 
And basically, my girlfriend's toilet at her place, one, has like no water in the bowl, right? And two, the only thing that gets flushed is that water. There's, there's no like jets that shoot water down and, you know, clean the sides of the bowl. It's literally just you plop it and then whatever's in the water gets flushed. And me, Joey, something about Joey Keenan is when he wipes his ass, he uses a lot of toilet paper. He uses a lot. It's honestly kind of gluttonous. I'll admit it. I'll admit that I should probably lower my consumption of toilet paper. But, you know, I, I just like to have a clean butthole. Sue me. If that's a sin, <laughs> you know where to take me. But, yeah, man. So whenever my my girl always thought that I was clogging her toilet because whenever she would go in after I used it, there would be, like, toilet paper on, like, the sides of the bowl that wouldn't get flushed with the rest. So as the days were going on, there was like wet toilet paper getting stuck in like the front of the bowl and it was kind of creating a nice little landing pad. Well, yesterday morning, dude, (laughs) I don't know what got into me. I don't know if it was the old fashions that I was having at the Cheesecake Factory. I don't know if it was, you know, the fucking burger from Gabby's Burger. I don't know what was going on, man, but I had a fucking heater brewing, dude, a heater and I went to shit. I took my morning poop, and it was the longest, longest and thickest poop I think I've taken since high school. The longest and thickest poop I've taken in years, and I was proud of it. And you want to know what's funny about it? Is that the poop was so long that it covered like the whole middle of the toilet, and it was just laying nice, almost as if it gracefully landed on the toilet paper right and when I went to flush it only the back half of it got flushed because the the half that was kind of sitting in the water part it got like clipped off and then that was taken but then there was like a whole other half in the front that didn't get taken with it and it was just left behind and it was I was so proud of it for so many reasons because it honestly looks like an art piece like I feel as though that if Virgil Abloh saw my shit in that toilet it would be put in a museum 110%. It was, I took a picture of it. I'm not going to put the picture up on here. For one reason, I don't want to gross you guys out more than I already am. And the second reason is I don't even think I'm allowed to. So if you guys want to see the picture of this poop that I took, feel free to DM me on the gram or on the podcast's Instagram. I haven't even plugged the podcast's Instagram yet. DM me on the podcast's Instagram account if you want to see the picture of the poop that I took, and I'll send it your way. Because that's the only memory that I got of Nashville in terms of photos. I have many, many memories up here. Because it was a great time, man. It was a fucking amazing time. I loved it there. And I'm not even being a sarcastic prick. (laughs) I know I always sound like a sarcastic prick, but I'm being serious. It was a something about it. And um, the past couple days, towards the end of my trip there, um, I was trying to pinpoint, like, what it is exactly that I loved about it there. Because I didn't really do any, like, tourist shit. Like, I didn't go to Broadway, which is, like, basically, like, the whole selling point of Nashville. It's like, you got to go to Broadway in Bar Hop. And I didn't do that. Because, you know, you guys know me, right? I'm too cool for school. That's not my scene. But, you know, I still, I still got busy. I still went out and explored Nashville. And it... I'm realizing that I think I like it so much because 
it's just like it's just a town. I really wouldn't consider it a city. Like it's not like New York City. It's not like Los Angeles. It can't even be compared. You can't even compare it. It's kind of like a really smaller version. And like I can't even call it a city. It's more of a town. I feel as though. Because, yeah, it has, like, the city area, the downtown area, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? You, you following me? And something about, like, the culture there, everyone was so nice. You know, it, the culture there was nice. I'm not even a big country guy, but I was, you know, fucking with the country. I was loving it. Um, And obviously, a big part of the culture is drinking. And <laughs> your boy can get behind that. Your dude. Your boy loves to drink. He does. And the thing about Nashville is there's just, it's it's basically just drinking in different locations. That's all it is. There's not necessarily activities to do there. It's just drinking in different activities. Drinking in cornhole. That That's all it is. There was cornhole fucking everywhere. I, I'm pretty sure if you went to the hospital in Nashville, there'd be some cornhole there and a brewery. There, there, there'd be both. I saw a brewery connected to a church, which was fucking insane. I drove past a church, and I was like, "Is that a, is that a brewery attached to it?" And my girl was like, "Yeah, dude, that's how the Baptists get down." And I was like, "Praise me, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude." And I was like, "Listen, I mean, I love it here. You don't even gotta sell me on this anymore. I love it here. I loved it. I loved it there. It was great. I mean." Probably because it's in my blood. I mean, something you guys don't know about me is I was born in the South. There's something in my blood. Something with, like, astrology or something. With, like, your chart, it matters where you were born. I mean, I was born in Rowley, North Carolina, man. You think I claim New Jersey? On BD, I don't. I fucking... On King David, shawty, I don't fucking claim North Jersey. No way. I claim the South. And, you know, I, I, I gave L.A. a try. I, I mention it almost every week. Such a big part of my personality. I'll mention that I lived in L.A. to anyone, dude. Anyone who listened to me, I'll mention that I lived in L.A. for four months. And when I was in L.A., you know, obviously I didn't like it. There's something something just was missing. I, I don't know if it was just I was lonely or if even if I wasn't lonely, I still wouldn't like it. I'm not sure what it was. And that's the same thing with Nashville. It's like, well, I'm not sure if it's because my girlfriend lives there or if it's actually because I like it. And that's something that I've been prying on. I've been trying to figure out what it is I like about Nashville. Why do I like it? Do I like it because it's nice there? Or do I like it because, you know, it's just better than being at my parents' house? What is it? Which, which one is it? And to be honest, I don't know. And maybe I will never know. I don't know, man. But I packed. I packed for Nashville like a total skeezer, dude. Like a total asshole. I, for whatever reason, I don't have any shorts, really. I really just have pants. And so I packed pants. I packed jeans and I packed uh, a pair of black pants. And when I was going out on the town with my girl, you know, we were having fun. We went to bowling one night. Well, we went to some bar and then we went bowling. And... I was wearing jeans, and we had a reservation to go bowling. So after the bar, we had to walk to this bowling alley, and I was sweating bullets, dude. I was, I was out of breath. I walked into this bowling alley looking disheveled, bro. I was, 
I looked like a complete mess. My face was all red. I was beaten sweat. And I probably just looked like such a tool. I was, like, people were probably driving by like, yo, who the hell's this Yankee? <laughs> who the hell's this Yankee wearing jeans in Nashville? Ugh. Right? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. But, yeah, man, I bowled. I bowled. I didn't really do anything that crazy. I don't have that any of that crazy stories. I went to uh, I went to Zany's, which was the comedy club there. They had some pretty good chicken fingers that you know were schmacking. Do my mom saying schmacking now, which is so funny. It's so funny. My mom's saying schmacking and banging now. I remember I, literally today she picked me up from the airport and she was like, "Oh, I watched Euphoria. That show is banging." And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? What have I done to my mother? Uh, but, yeah, man, it was fun. Zany's was great. Love that comedy club. It was nice. I think it might be the my favorite comedy club I've, I've been to yet. It was very nice in there. Went to go see Troy Bond. He was all right. He was funny. He made my girlfriend giggle, and I was getting jealous because <laughs> the fuck you doing laughing at anyone but me? Stay silent babe but yeah man flying was an absolute nightmare uh the actual flight itself was great but i don't know why they bored you on the plane to make you just sit on the tarmac for hours before taking off it's like hey if you if we're not ready to take off maybe don't board the plane yet wouldn't that be nice some common sense dude the world lacks common sense which is why I'm saying the aliens could just come and just pack this shit up. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to head on out. I think I've seen it all. I don't need to see anything else. I'm good. I'm straight. But yeah, man. I also went to go see the Barbie movie. Um, it was cute. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. You know, it, I don't. Th- I don't think it was for me to be honest. I think, I think there's a part of it that I can't really understand because I'm a man. But you know, it was a cute movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely see the appeal. Um, but now I definitely see why my dad, do my dad says this thing. He's like how he, my dad says that he hates when men are portrayed as idiots in like media in terms of like scripted media, like sitcoms or movies. Like he doesn't like when like a man is like portrayed as like a big dumb idiot. Right. And in Barbie, that's what they were doing. And, you know, I see it now. I mean, I, I, I guess I could feel a little bit insulted. I guess I felt a little bit insulted throughout the movie. All the jokes, like, you know, Ken just being a dummy, an airhead. My job is beach. Like, I I get it. I get it. how offensive it is. <coughs> <coughs> I don't even cover my mouth. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't. That's just how I'm coming. But, um... Something that I learned in the Barbie movie that I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around is... Give me a second. I love how I just gave you guys the finger. Dude, you're not going to get this treatment in any, any other podcast. I keep it real with you guys. I treat you guys like like you're my buddy. Like, like I'll give you guys the finger. If I'm thirsty, I'm going to have some water. I'll put this shit on pause. What? I got to be thirsty? Just for your entertainment? Nah. No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. But yeah, man. Something I was thinking about during the Barbie movie is, why is it 
that someone's got to be oppressed at, at, at all times. Like, the whole plot of the Barbie movie was, like, Barbie and Ken, they went to reality, the real world, and, you know, Ken dipped her, dipped, like, left Barbie behind, went back to Barbie land. Him and all the other Kens, they took over Barbie land. And when Barbie came back, all of a sudden, all the Barbies were, like, you know, being sex slaves to the Kens, right? And it was something like that. And then the whole movie was Barbies taking it back from the Kens. So then the Kens could be the sex slaves, and Barbies could, you know, be the mistresses and the dominatrix or whatever the hell was going on. That's how I viewed it. And I was thinking throughout it, <coughs> why is it that we can't even this shit out? Can we even this shit out? Like, why do we gotta... Why do we gotta always be above another group? Like, why is it that, like, if men are doing good, all of a sudden the women are oppressed? Or if women are doing good, all of a sudden it's like, oh, men have it hard too, you know? It's like, no, like, can we all just kind of be the same? We all have our issues. We, we each have our issues that we gotta go through in life that just come with being a man or just come with being a woman, right? Women have issues. They gotta deal with you know, being a mother. I mean, when a, a a woman has a kid, like, that's like a motherly thing that a man can never understand. Just like how a man has issues of like, hey, <laughs> unless I bring something to the table, no one's ever going to love me. And that's just kind of how it is. We all have our own issues. And it's not really a fight of like, oh, who has it worse? <coughs> Why can't I stop coughing? This is annoying me. But, um... I'm not going to sit here and be some fucking incel. Be like, oh, women don't even have it hard. They just can fucking use their bodies and get ahead. It's like, that's not what I'm going to be doing here. I see it. I, I, Dude, I get the message of the Barbie movie. I'm not ignorant. I understand it. I, Dude, I can, ladies, I'm a feminist. 110%. You can call me on that. Joey Keenan. The feminist for all women. Of every color. Every color. Every age. I don't care. I don't discriminate on King David. But, um, yeah. Everyone's got it hard, man. In the Barbie movie, yeah, I get it. It, it. it was cute. It was funny. But why is it a propaganda piece? When are movies going to turn into maybe not propaganda pieces? Why... Why is it that, you know, a, a movie about a doll that, you know, sh- could have just been kind of funny and self-aware and satirical, which it was, but can we have the, sat- the satire without the political propaganda? That is so ironic and hypocritical coming from me. Now that, I'm, now that that's coming out of my mouth, I'm realizing just how hypocritical that is. Because that's, that's this show. This show is just satire but me like sprinkling in some like my my political views in it that's kind of what this show is and you know i'm trying to stray away from it but hey i mean what can i say it's my interest my interest is you know being a political activist you know fighting for what's right you know you see what i'm saying you guys following am i all over the place Listen, man, I'm I'm exhausted. I haven't gotten I I didn't sleep at all when I was in Nashville. My my girl didn't even have a bed for me. I slept on a fucking cot. 
and I get it, you know, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt because, you know, she's she's trying her best. But I mean, I slept on a cot. Me, Joey, slept on a cot. Not even like a bed. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, some sort of bed frame with basically a mattress topper. Not even a real mattress. It was basically a mattress topper. I slept on an egg crate. That's what I did. I slept on an egg crate for seven days. And, you know, the things you do for love, but at the same time, babe, I'm exhausted. I'm going to be sick. Oh, I already know that I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Sick. I'm going to be sick. Because I didn't sleep at all last night because I stayed up late with my girl as for our last night, you know. Us, we were cuddling and, you know, we're like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much, you know, tears. And um, I didn't even sleep. I woke up at 6 a.m. and had to hop on a flight back to Newark. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fuck. But yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm, I am running on fumes right now. And I got so much to say. I got so much to talk about. And that's why I'm saying, like, maybe... This podcast episode isn't even cohesive. I wasn't even near my laptop, so I didn't even really write many notes down. I I have nothing. I just kind of came in here with a couple links, and we're just winging this shit. Which is probably what this episode's probably going to be really good. Because it's always, it's always when I wing it, it's always when I don't plan. It's when it turns out good. But, um, yeah. What can we take from the Barbie movie? Men are complicated. That's what we can take from it. Men are complicated. We uh, we like to be in charge. We like to be, um, we like to have our voices and our opinions heard and taken into account. But we still want love and we still want balance and we still want, you know. Sometimes our opinions challenged. You know. I think we want women to challenge what we think. Keeps us keeps us on, on a nice level, dude. Keeps us on a nice level. Because if it weren't for women, huh, I would never shower. I would be drunk all the time. I would, uh, I'd probably want to get my hair cut. I wouldn't wear deodorant. Um, I'd probably just walk around in my underwear all day. But no, because women exist, you got to kind of get your act together. You know? Am I on to something? I'm like a, I'm like a philosopher, dude. I am, I am like a, a fucking modern day Gen Z philosopher. It, it goes Kanye and then me. I mean, I'm I'm basically taking the the range from Kanye. And I, and I'm thinking a thousand years ahead. Maybe no one's listening. You know, maybe no one's listening. Maybe no one's taking me seriously. But someday, in the near future, people are gonna come to me for what's up, and I'm gonna have to give it to people straight, and I'm gonna have to say the things that no one else is saying. You know, maybe I'll get murdered by the CIA. Maybe. Wouldn't that be a fun little ending to my story? Dude, I get murdered by the CIA. That's what a way to go out. The CIA, dude. <laughs> Listen, I invite you guys to just take care of me. <laughs> if I get out of line, CIA, if, if I'm not falling into what you want for life, for, for my life, dude, just, just fucking hang me. Just strangle me when I get into my car. Just sit in the back seat and strangle me when I get in my car. You can even strangle me in front of my loved ones. I don't even care. That's just a way that I'm open to being taken out. The CIA, take me out. You know where I'm at. On King David, on BD. Yo, yo, where you from, shawty? On King David. You can fucking take me out. I don't give a fuck. I got my pipe in here. 
But yeah, man, what other news stories do we got? I mean, I guess we got some more shit. We got some more shit. We got, dude, we always have more shit to talk about. Per, right? We, dude, I'm such a little gossipy bitch. I could just I could just sit here and talk about other people's lives and never get sick of it. How incredible. So yeah, man, what do we got here? We got a uh, former former Auburn football player, Robert Shiver, helps bail wife who allegedly hired bah- Bahamas hitman to kill him out of jail. That's a lot to digest. But uh, basically what we got going on here is um, some former Auburn football player. What's his name? Robert Shiver. He, um, his wife hired a hitman. And they found out. And Robert Shiver ended up bailing him out. They have a nice family, nice looking family. Um, they have three kids. So cute. And, yeah, man, I guess something happened. I'm sure he cheated or something. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what happened. Let me read this story. I probably should have done this beforehand. But, hey, guys, I was traveling. I was at fucking Newark two hours ago. Cut me some slack. But, um, let's see. Who cheated on who? Who Who wasn't putting up the money? What's What's going on here? What's going on? Let, let me get to the juicy tea. Um, huh. Oh, I guess he just wanted to file for divorce. He tried to file for divorce, and she wasn't jacking it. And she was like, hey, yo, like, on King David, I'm about to get you fucking slimed. And, you know, he, uh... He bailed her out of jail when she got arrested. I don't know what a fucking story. Men are complicated, like we said. I mean, you know what I'm, you know what I'm gonna say though. You know what I'm gonna say about the story. I have one thing to say about the story. And it's very, very simple. Um, I love that that man stuck with his woman, because obviously I know that he filed for divorce. Shit happens, but he bailed. He bailed the mother of his children out of jail, even though she tried to kill him. And if that ain't something straight out of a Lifetime movie, like, I don't know what is, dude. Like, that's that's something straight out of the Craigslist killer, man. That's adorable. That's adorable. The things you do for love. I know, I know they were getting a divorce, but fuck yeah, dude. Through sickness and health on King David. Um, And then we also got on the whole opposite side of the spectrum, we got Ariana Grande making the news with her. Um, love life, which is there anything else that she does other than just be a, I'm not going to say it, but, um, yeah, I guess there's some trouble. Ariana Grande is a homewrecker. Uh, this guy, Ethan Slater, who I think voiced SpongeBob, um, or no, no, he was a, uh, he played SpongeBob in the musical, which I didn't even know that was a thing, but I guess Ariana Grande is, has a new boyfriend. Um, a lot of people are making fun of how he looks, but to be quite honest, I don't even think he is that ugly. I think he's actually kind of a looker, and I'm sure his personality makes him even hotter. And I wonder how tall he is. Because, ladies, I bet you 110%, he's over six feet. You think Ariana Grande is dating some schmuck who's under six feet? Short King's mad right now, but I'm just going to keep it a buck. <laughs> on crit. But, um, yeah, dude, on King David, like, 
Ethan Slater, this guy Ethan Slater, he was married to his high school sweetheart, which, by the way, aw. And he just was like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. I got Ariana Grande in my DMs. I'm out of here, which, again, men are complicated. Men are complicated. And that's just the duality of man at the end of the day. You know, some men, they just, they'll leave. They'll leave for anything any glimpse of the gl- the grass being greener. And some men, they will stick around even if their wife tries to murder them. You know? And ladies out there, I mean, let me give you some dating advice. I think you want to find the man that will bail you out of jail even if you try to kill him. You know? Because, you know, men like that, like they understand that, you know, sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes you have a bad day, and sometimes you just feel like hiring a hitman. Maybe you just have some money laying around, and you're like, hmm, what do I do with this money? I don't want to buy a new fence for my backyard or, you know, pay for my kid's college. So let me just try to kill my husband. I'm bored. You know, I got no job. And, you know, sometimes that happens. And other times, well, women, you, you pick men that, you know, if Ariana Grande comes into their lives— They'll leave you for her. And listen, man, Ariana Grande, it ain't worth it, dude. It ain't worth it, dude. I mean, like, what the fuck is this guy going to do once Ariana Grande dumps his ass? Because you know that's going to happen. He's really taking a bet. He thinks, dude, his ego is all up in the air right now. He's like, oh, fuck, like, fuck my high school sweetheart like I got Ariana Grande like I'm about to go with her and then that's his peak right there you can't peek out because the second Ariana Grande dumps this guy he's finished he's not gonna be able to go back to his high school sweetheart he's not gonna be able to get a new girl at least not a girl that looks better than Ariana Grande so he's peaking right now Mm. man man out there we're complicated beings aren't we we really, really are complicated beings. What interesting stories, especially the Ariana Grande thing. A lot of people who are more gossipy than me are like saying, oh, this Ethan Slater guy, he's so ugly. Like, why is Ariana with him? It's like, I could I could get it. It's all about looks. And to be honest with women, they don't really care about looks. They care about the emotional connection. Look at me red pilling you motherfuckers. I should change the po- this podcast name to the Red Pill Podcast and just come on here and just be that guy. Be the Red Pill guy. Just come on here and just start reading Reddit posts from Red Pill. This is why you're not getting laid, you incels. Because you got to be more disrespectful to women. <laughs> Could that coming out of my mouth? That would be fucking so funny. So funny, right, guys? Yeah, we've reached the point in this episode where I am losing speed and I'm getting tired and Joey wants to go to take a nap. I mean, I'll, listen, I'll be honest. I want to be more honest and authentic on here. And I want to go take a nap. I have a whole nother news story to talk about, but I'm cutting this shit short. I want to take a nap. I'm tired. I slept on a cot all week. Out of force. So I'm going to go take a nap in my nice bed. And, you know, if if you guys got a problem with that, Come say something to me. Come come say something to me in the DMs. And I'll respond. I ain't scared of you on BD. On King David. Alright everyone. Well, 
that's all I got for this week's episode. Um, I love you all. It was nice to talk to you. And yeah, man, uh, like the podcast, share with a friend. You guys all know what to do. And yeah, man, I'll see you guys all next week. I love you all. Praise God. Bye-bye.